You're listening to Hey Pal, What's New with John, Alex, and Greg. Hey Pal, What's New is a product of Sack of Sin Entertainment. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and all other social media platforms. Hey Pal, What's New can be found on Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and all other podcast locations. Or check us out at sackofsin.com or heypalwhatsnew.com. Warning, Hey Pal, What's New contains explicit content. John, Alex, and Greg are a pair of vulgar Gen Xers. If you are easily offended, please stop listening and go download a nice tame podcast like the Multiverse Fancast. You have spoken like a true asshole. Look, just give me. Because you know, if I go through a hole, where am what the? Oh, I got you. I got All you. All right, I fix got my you. ringy. Fix my ringy dingy. There you go. There's your there's your camera. Because uh, if I go through a whole episode without laughing, that's gonna be uh, interesting. But hey, everybody, it's Hey Pal, what's new? I'm Greg, and that's I almost said I'm John Alex. I'm Greg, and that's John Alex over there. And it's you Sunday. Do that, you do that every time. Yeah, I feel like you almost do that like at least one out of four episodes. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, who knows what's going on here? But yeah, it's Sunday at the CCC, man. And uh, things are awesome and delightful, and we're here for another episode of all kinds of good stuff. Is we? Yeah, I think so. Uh, so let's just uh, let's, let's let's start with the hubbub there. Uh, what's new with you there, uh, Gordon's fisherman? <laughs> Gordon's fisherman. All because I'm wearing a hat. Because you know I like to stay warm. Well, you're not wearing the Life Aquatic hat. No, but I'm wearing my yellow jacket sweatshirt. That's, that's what it probably was. It reminded me of the raincoat. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. No, I had a I had a I had a very busy week. It's a new semester at school and some of the classes I teach are half year. Ooh. So it's like, hey, in middle of the year end here have a whole new bunch of kids. Ooh. Which is good and bad because like the old assholes go out the door and <laughs> so you, you, get, you got a you got a grace period because the kids are going, How much of a dick can I be in here? <laughs> you get a whole fresh new bunch of assholes. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about <laughs> that. Yeah, my kids were going through that too in, in high school where it's just like the, yeah, I forgot. It's like midterms, and they they go through all that. And the new uh, semester classes. But I bought a Kindle. Oh, a Kindle? Really? Yeah. You this know what it is? Two thousand six. What's I'm, going on? <laughs> nah, I'm fucking old, and I can't see. Oh. So reading a book, it's like I have to have a light on, so like there's a huge contrast between like the white of the page and the letters. Ah, uh, yeah. So, and Anastasia was like, "Do you think it'd be better like?" On a Kindle where you can change the font size and oh, absolutely. it's backlit. And I was like, probably. She's like, well, you should get one. And Kate's like, yeah, you should get one. I was like, I'll be right back. I'm going to get one. <laughs> nice. But yeah, I've had, I, I've wrote, uh, wrote, I've read a lot of books on uh, on my iPad just, you know, because I have the iPad Pro, right. which is great for comic books and also just for reading. But yeah, I'm, you know, I love to read, but at the same time, like, I get too, I can't focus. Same here. Maybe I do a few bumps of Adderall or you, something. Well, <laughs> I don't know. You, you know what's funny? Because I have to have the text so big. Mm. Again, it's not one word per page. I'm not that yes. fucking old and blind. Hey there, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, you know, it takes like a short amount of time to get through a page. So I'm like feeling more actively involved in a reading because you're like tap next page. Yeah. But I mean, I, I mean, there's nothing better than an actual book in your sure, hands, you know, sure. physical product, you know. But yeah, I, I find myself too when I'm reading, like I'll read the same line and then read it over again. Or oh like, fuck! Just yeah. Like I have no, I mean, I definitely must have like ADHD or something like that. But God, Don't I can't take all. I can't take any more pills, dude. Because <laughs> speaking, of, dude, speaking of ADHD, my wife is like she's one of those obsessive people. Mm. She's depending on what it is, she can be worse than me with where she gets into something. Oh yeah, and like goes a hard. Like fucking full bore into it, nice. and my goddamn daughters have introduced her to this game, Ooh. fucking Stardew Valley. <laughs> Stardew Valley. It's it's like if if uh, Animal Crossing and Farmville fucked and had a baby video game, it would be <laughs> Stardew Valley, and oh. she is just like. Like she didn't like up all night playing it, and then up early for work. But like she'll spend like an hour or two before she has to get ready for work. It's that time management shit, man. Oh. It's just so funny. My ex used to play those games all the time. Where I'm like, she'd be on her iPad. I'm like, 
you know, she'd be like, oh, uh, I, I have to I have to fix my thing in the kitchen. I was like, how about you go in the kitchen and make me a fucking sandwich, for God's sakes? She'd be too busy fucking playing these, like, time management games. I'm like, but you sit on your ass and do nothing. Like, except, you know, I got I to gotta man my restaurant. I'm like, how about you man a fucking pot and pan and make a sandwich, make some pasta or something I mean, for your starving children? I, 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 I took a shower last night, and I come out of the shower, and I saw Kate, and I was like, well, it's nice to see you haven't moved. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not criticizing. I'm the same way. Like, I, she just loses track of time. Oh, I mean, that's how this weekend was. I mean, my week, I I just got over a cold, which, you know, if I you start hacking like and, you know, snorting or whatever, it's, it's yeah, I just got over it. Maybe like yesterday. Yeah, what do you call a hooker with a runny nose? Uh, what's that? Full. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you, I'm trying to hold back. Uh, yeah, but it was like one of those where like Tuesday I'm working and Manal had this cold last week. So of course I'm gonna get it, you know, you know, shit like that. You know what? Maybe you got a yeast infection in your sinus. <laughs> no, no, that it's like a fucking. You got the dick flu. Dick flu. <laughs> <laughs> I knew him. He was a pilot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. It was just, yeah, that's so funny. I didn't even think about that. Like Sunday, it was freaking uh, oral treats for everybody, and then by Tuesday, I'm literally working at my desk, and I'm like. <laughs> It's not like you can call in sick to work. No, and well, we, well, my job is primarily on the phones, and every day we get like a phone list. You have to do like you don't have to, but it, like it monitors how many dials you made, how many minutes you were on the phone. So it was like Tuesday. I just fucking conked out, and then the next day, my boss like we get the report. My my manager's like, you know, he IMs me. He goes, "You all right, dude? You only got like twenty calls." I'm like. Yeah, dude, I freaking, I just crapped out, like, in the after. You know what it was? I was in the middle of calling somebody, and I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to like this, you know? I'm, like, trying to make phone calls, and, of course, I have to ask for this woman. I'm sitting there, and I'm trying to pronounce this woman's name, and, of course, it was, like, a long French last name. So, they're like, yeah, can I get, can I speak to uh, Samantha uh, Alicruz? And the guy goes, what? I'm like, and he's like, I got you, dude. Oh, hold on, I'll put you through it. I'm like, thank you, I'm cold. <laughs> thank you, man, we met. Hey, there's my girl. Hey, we're just talking about how your vagina gave me the cold. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm just getting over that now, so. Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty much just a, a, a uh, uh, so tell her you just got a humble one out wearing a mask. <laughs> God darn it! Get went out there with the goddamn city flu and came back. <laughs> That's the thing when you work from home, it's kind of like I haven't had a cold. you're in a bubble, so it had to come from someone else. Yeah, I mean I haven't had a cold since like fucking COVID, which was like two years ago. Damn. So I'm like, uh, uh, of course. Guys, uh, uh. <laughs> and of course, guys are the worst with colds because we're just babies. Oh, man flu. We are. Oh, honey, I don't feel well. Will you rub my back? Meanwhile, my girl's <laughs> traveling to New York City with a fucking cold. She's like, doo, 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 doo. no big deal. Never took a day off work. I'm at home. I don't have to commute. I have a stuffy nose. And I'm like, I feel like shit. Oh, can you? And then finally, like, talk about the Fatso Fogarty Challenge. I was like, dude. I'm going to fuck up a thing of wonton soup. I don't care. I'm you so go. sick. Wow. But yeah, we'll, we'll find uh, out how that worked out I for you. I told you not to kiss me with my nasty colds. <laughs> I can't resist, man. I'm just, uh, usually when it was me and my kids, I, I used to call myself last man down. Right. Because everybody would get sick in the house and I'd be the only one, like, not sick. Um, but yeah, I caught it, but it seems to be going away. I could smell. I know that I took a nasty dump this morning and it smelled horrible. So I'm like, all right, the nose works. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So I spent the whole weekend, you know, I should have been watching movies and TV and all kinds of stuff, but we'll get to that. We, um, we will. Yeah. We so will. anyway, let's, let's, uh, if you got nothing else on your end there, we can talk about the. Uh... John, you got any news? Oh, well, right out the gate, Greg. Here we go. Yikes. Wayne Kramer. Yeah. Who the fuck is Wayne Kramer? I feel so bad not knowing who this is. You are just so uncouth. I mean, Wayne Kramer, uh, of course I knew about it because Shagger Dave posted it, but, I mean, Wayne Kramer was the guitar player for the MC5. All right. That legendary 
I mean, if you play Kick Out the Jams, it's funny because that's the only song I really know them from. Um, you know, he's done a bunch of stuff, and the MC5 are like this legendary, you know, radical white. Uh, they were the part of the White Panthers, I want to say. Whoa. Um, Easy MC5, sound. yeah. I mean, their most popular song was Kick Out the Jams. Everybody knows that song. Yeah, I mean, legendary guitar player of a radical punk band, you know, very military. But Kick Out the Jams, you probably, Henry Rollins did a cover of it from Pump Up the Volume. Okay. Um, so we'll play it later. We'll put it I don't know why it won't play it now. But yeah, uh, big, uh, big ups to that, you know. But we also have another big one. Yeah, uh, that's going to be our... Uh... Mando! No, yes. Mando's not dead, but Carl Weathers is. Yeah, Apollo, Chubbs, oh. uh, Dylan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Dylan, you son Dylan, of... Dylan, you I... son of a bitch. You got it, you know, that's that predator. I mean, just the list goes on and on yeah. and on, man. And it's a shame. He was how he was in his 70s, right? He 73, was... I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the cause of. I mean, you know, when you're in, in your sleep. 70s. He died in his sleep. Yeah, I mean, I mean like Walter always used to say, when I die, I want to go in my sleep just like my grandpa, not screaming like the other passengers in his car. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, that that seems to be the way to go, man. Just to freaking, I hope I do that shit. I don't well, want to be like freaking struggling. But yeah, I mean, they, there was a lot of tributes that came out. Sylvester Stallone did a really nice thing online. Everybody kept posting that thing at the end of... Uh, Happy Gilmore would fucking him waving with the croc with Chubbs. Yeah. And I was like, it just makes a whole new meaning. <laughs> like, I, I posted on Facebook. I was like, I think he's been reunited with his hand. That's right. And then everybody posts that thing from that movie where he's where after he dies, he shows up and the we've only just begun. <laughs> Don't worry about me, Happy. I'm doing all right. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. Oh, man. I'm spoken yeah. like a true asshole. Look, just give me. <laughs> Just give me what? I want to know. I mean, seriously. How will you explain that? I don't know. Right. I don't know. <laughs> oh man. Um. Where Where was I going from here? Oh, fucking. Let's go on this story. So you know, wait. You know how good a fucking actor is when they make a movie, uh, spinoff of a character that you're not even in the fucking movie. Oh, yeah. Creed. Creed. For God's sakes. Somebody mentioned that too. I was just like, yeah, dude. Yeah, what? it's a shame. Why wasn't he in that? Well, he, well, the Wasn't character, asked. he was dead. Because <laughs> freaking, you know. Yeah, but they could have done some flashback. I must break you. Um, I'm sure he did fucking, you know, a little, I don't know. I mean, Creed 3 was a... <laughs> even Creed 2 was like... What? Huh? Well, he's in jail, so... <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, why, wait where is, where's my soundbite for this one? I'm trying to find this soundbite because he's in jail. Where's my naughty boy? Yeah, there you go. Speaking of a naughty boy. Oh, we're going to do some dramatic reads. Oh, Vince McMahon <laughs> facing, what, federal indictment charges? He's under federal investigation in Ooh. relation to all the uh, sex trafficking that he Vince was involved. Talk about it. Dude, I... He's grabbing more than behinds, I'll tell you. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> now, who do you want to play? Do you want you know, to play... I, uh... Honestly, you do a much better Vince. All right. Which one is Vince? He's the white He's the white text and you're uh, the blue text? He's the white text, yeah. Okay. Let's read this one. Do you want me to... Okay, we're going to start... Do you still have the... the uh... No, I don't, but... Uh, uh, I mean, it would be could... good to have some sexy music behind us, but that's all right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where it is. That's fine. I took it off because it was we never used it, and it made it like the uh, United Ar- the United Artists Theater, or whatever one. Oh, it yeah. was like, oh, you've been demonetized. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We don't want to get demonetized, but uh, all right. So everybody at home, uh, take your pants off. You know, strap in. You know, maybe put on some freaking Enya or something in the background because we're gonna read some quotes from. Uh, Old naughty Vince. Yeah, you, uh, you're going to be Vince. All right, so uh, I'll do Vince here. Exactly, baby. He's not the only one. So-and-so called me this afternoon begging to eat you and fuck you with his nice and hard dick. Give me another week, baby, and I'll be ready. I'm feeling more like myself. It's not great, but it's getting better. Tell him soon. I already told him, baby. By the way, Johnny wants Tuesdays, but not this coming one and the occasional Saturday. But maybe I can shift it to Thursday nights 
Johnny would like all of the above. I'm sure you would. <laughs> Wait, I mean, we gotta read the one. I love all the way oh, at well, the hold end. on. I love this because she's like, "Give me another week, baby, and I'll be ready." I'm, f- <laughs> I'm feeling more like myself. I'm not great, but it's getting better. She's got pink eye from the <clears throat> shit in her eye. Oh my god. <laughs> We're just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I boy. just the rest of these are like, yeah. But, which is the good one? Yeah, this is, this is a one. good one too. But right, it's a, to, <laughs> uh, I'll do this one. You want to do this one? All right, go for it. Maybe he wants two other guys <laughs> to join you with him. Holy shit! You, <laughs> you you've told him you'd do anything with him. So if he surprises you with two other guys, you should have no alternative other than to take them on. Oh my God! The stories you could tell me then. It makes me want to come right now, baby. By the way, I just thought of what I think is an excellent idea. Maybe you can hint that if he knows someone who could be discreet, it may be better if you and him and Johnny try him out first. <laughs> How did you get involved in this? I don't know. Hold on, I'm almost done. <laughs> so, so he can get more comfortable before he introduces it to me. Actually, that makes total sense, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? He... Garbage day. He, he's talking about how he wants her to like to bang these guys and tell him all about it. Oh my like, god! I sent you this as a message. Like Vince is a cuck. Oh, Vince, Vince is delightful. Which, which is the? Oh, this is the oh, one. Right? Oh wait, hold on. Oh my god. Let me, let me read this one. <laughs> hold on. Let's just. I don't know if we need a warning on this or something because uh, this isn't not safe hold for on, work. I, I want to see if Justin has commented in. Loved his role. Oh, okay. He's on. I figure <laughs> Justin. Love Vince's I figure Justin would comment about Vince. You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> or regarding your last picture, you need your panties ripped off and three big black dicks all in uh, you know capitals. In all three holes at the same time. Way up your pussy and way up your ass. As far as they will go. But even farther. And the thickest cock goes down in your throat. So it makes you gag and convulses those big black cocks pound away it feels like from the start. Oh God. I hate people that use you and you are. Like it's not hard to type Y-O-U. Why he's gotta do a letter U. Maybe he's just too fucking, you know. Well, and he's got to do two fingers because he's making a capital U. It's hard to type with one hand. Anyway, uh, where was I? Um, b- pound away. It feel. Oh yeah, you're being assaulted, but it made you come nonstop. Just one continuous, constant orgasm, and just before you pass out, those big black dicks squirt their loads and come inside you. What? The letter U. You. As, as the letter U lay on your stomach, the cum is coming out of all your you are holes. I'll turn letter U over and jack off all over letter U. Thank you. End scene. <laughs> Today's episode of Hey Pal, What's New is brought to you by the letter U. <laughs> No shit, man. Oh Vince my is a sicko. Man, you know, the internet is forever, and you got to watch out for those texts. Well, they, the federal government has taken his phone. Oh, as well they should. Oh, this is like yeah. pictures of fucking Coco Beware in there. Who the hell knows what's going on? <laughs> Justin's got a point. You know he's got to be old because he doesn't type BBC. He I, types Big Black Cock. Yeah, he types in Big Black Cocks, but he can't type Y-O-U. <laughs> it's a letter U, and you are. You're. You know what? He probably does type BBC, Justin, <clears throat> but he's got that iPhone auto change. <laughs> How many uh, times have BBC. you BBC. <laughs> I've typed BBC so many times, it auto ch- completes it to Big Black Cocks. Yeah, maybe it does. I don't know. I don't know. That's, that, My that's phone. a Vince McMahon update. Yeah, just give you a little fucking where in the world is Vince McMahon. You're fired. <laughs> I got to change Ugh. that song. Um here you go. This is uh, in a horror movie. I don't know if this is a horror movie. It kind of, I guess, is. Yeah. Um. So 28 years later, yeah, the movie has finally landed at Sony. Good. Um, I guess they're making that sequel to 28 Days Later with Killian Murphy. Um, he's going to be involved in it, at least as a producer, maybe a role in it, but they haven't. Yeah. Said. I mean, 28 Days Later is a freaking classic. Yeah, well, and 28 Walking Dead. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and that was always the debate. Like, I remember when I first read The Walking Dead or saw the first pilot, I'm like, this is 28 days later. Yeah. <laughs> he woke up. I don't know who wrote it first. I think he wrote it first. I don't know. There's the big debate of like that whole beginning, but 
I mean, 28 Days Later is a classic. 28 Weeks Later, the sequel, that's the other sequel now. I guess they're doing 28. 28 Years Later. 28 Years Later. I guess because it's been Oh, that it was long. 28 Days Later, then it was 28 Weeks Later? Yeah, they did a sequel to that. I don't really remember that one as much. But was 28 Weeks Later, uh, like, had anything to do with? Yeah. Well, I know they continued the story, but it it's none of the same people, is it? Uh, I don't think Killian Murphy was in it. Uh, I mean, that's Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't as popular as the first one. Um, no. But it's, it, it was, I, I don't remember it as much as 28 Days. No. Because Killian Murphy freaking Killian killed it in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, no, I'm, I'm excited. I did hear that they were going to do another one, so. I mean, I'm all for it. I well, they, they did the, well, it, they're not zombies. They're, it's the rage virus. That's right. And they they started the whole fast-moving zombie thing, thing. Which I, I just recently, somebody was talking World about. War Z? Not World War Z, freaking the, the Dawn of the Dead remake. Okay. The Zack Snyder one with uh, James Gunn. Right. Holy shit, that one was fucking great, too. Um, because they had running, they had fast zombies. Is that the one it. in the mall? Yes. Oh, that movie was so good. Yeah. Ding Rames, I think, is in it? Yep. That's a fucking great movie. Yeah. I mean, the original is a freaking classic, but I was like, they're remaking Dawn of the Dead with fucking Zack well, Snyder. They're, they're and... fucking rebooting Kick-Ass, so come on. Don't start me with that. Don't there, start me with know. that shit. What's next? Um, a lot of TV <laughs> announcements this week, so I'm just going to run through them. Um, some of them, the ones that actually interest me, I'm very interested. We got some details about the Umbrella Academy with some season four picks. Oh, you know, I, Umbrella Academy, I, I worshipped season one and two. Three, I was like, I, I dropped out. I was yeah. like, yeah, but I'm, I might go back to it. Well, Squid Game season two, we got a preview of that. Yeah, like a two second preview. Yeah. I was like, I find you. <laughs> we got some information about that '90s show. The season two release date is going to be this summer. Now they're they're still doing '90s show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it I liked the good. first it was season. Good. I liked it. Um, Hijack with Idris Elba. They ordered a season two. That Ooh. was supposed to be like a limited series, and it did so well, so they're ordering a season two. Bring it also, back out. Speaking of bringing it back out, A24 is bringing Pearl, Lighthouse, and a whole bunch of other movies to the theaters in February. I, I love A24. I like all their movies, you know. Uh, the Lighthouse, a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I mean, all the A24 movies are but, a little weird. But, but I mean, Willem Dafoe was really weird in that movie Poor Things, oh, too. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I've seen clips. He's, he's a weird fucking dude, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. Nymphomaniac, have you ever seen that? No. Ooh, yikes. <laughs> yikes. Yeah, he's a little weirdo in that, too. Isn't um, he the uh, the FBI guy in uh, Boondock Saints, too? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> so he, he's, he's just amazing a, in that movie. I'm kind of a scientist myself. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking um, creep. <laughs> anyway. Speaking of creeps, uh, Brad Pitt. No, Brad Pitt's not the creep, but he is going to star in Quentin Tarantino. Creep. His last movie called. <laughs> The movie critic. And you're like, I wonder what that's about. And I was like, maybe it's about a movie director who's fucking sick and tired of all these critics talking shit about his movies. And he goes on a killing rampage and gets revenge on them all. Who knows, man? I, I he really... does that. Kevin's the Jay and Silent Bob thing goes to their fucking house. And goes, You want to take this back? Good old movie poop shoot. We're, we're looking for. Yeah, we're looking for Big Jackhammer Dick 29. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's me. Um, now, yeah, I mean, really, you're not a. a What's the whole QT thing with you? Quentin he's just a, no. I love Quentin Tarantino. He's just he's just the I don't know. Yeah, he's really he's really, he's really excited. Yeah, and uh, I love his movies, but I feel like everybody who's like a huge Quentin Tarantino fan makes him out to be like way better than they are. He has. I mean, he's. It's I'm trying a, to think. It's about a movie director who's made three final movies. Um, yeah, I know. This is my last movie. Is it? Who fucking cares, dude? Either just don't do any. I mean. I don't know. I obviously the the Pulp Fictions and the Reservoir Dogs of the World and stuff. I mean, Inglorious Bastards. I think is it's like that's a great. Fucking that might movie. be like top. You know, his death proof foot fetish was real. That's yeah, right. It's true. That's a turd. Um, I mean, he's made some turds. I mean, even the Hateful Eight. I enjoyed. I mean, I like a lot of his movies. But funny enough, that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that everybody talks about. Yeah. I I couldn't get through it. Yeah. I was, was bored that? shitless. Yeah. I saw the end. Right. I saw the end part. I was like, and I've seen, I've, I've jumped in and out of it, but I just, yeah, Hateful Eight was really good. Yeah, that was a good one. He, he, he does his movies almost like plays. When he does like the one, like Reservoir Dogs, all takes place in that one. Pretty much takes. 
Well, you could see it as a stage production. Yeah, and Hateful Eight was definitely like that, too. It was just all in that cabin, which was really interesting. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, well, we'll see what happens with the old... Uh, he's He's got his new muse there, Brad Pitt. So, what are you going to do? You're going to go kill some Nazis. I wouldn't kick Brad Pitt at the Regal I would, because there's more room on the floor. <laughs> That's it for me with the news. John, you got any news? Well, how do you do now? Let's see. I guess it's time for, uh, we'll talk a little bit about, uh... Now, hold on there one second here, young fella. I, I was thinking about maybe the two of us get down in the old pickup truck corner and hit one of them I guess it's food from Brad Pitt. Where we can go sit down and eat a chunk of popcorn and, uh, <laughs> check out some preview. Yeah, we had a few trailers, a few. We, that we didn't. We, I think we just missed it after last week's episode. But uh, the Ghostbusters Frozen Empire trailer came out. Oh yeah, and, and you know what? Got a cr- lot more. Can't yeah. watch it. Really? She's like, I don't want to watch all these trailers. I want to watch the movie and be surprised, like in the movie with these things that you're getting surprised with in the trailers. Well, she's smart. She's smart about that. I mean, they do. I mean, they didn't really release that much, which which is interesting is the U.S. trailer was really good, and then they released an international trailer that had, like, a ton more footage, like, different stuff. Well, you you did get to finally see old, what's his name, like, uh, it's true, this man has no dick. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That guy. Still playing the same asshole. Yep. There's a lot of returning characters, you know. You got Ghostbusters, what do you want? Ghostbusters. Yeah, using the same phone. It's like, come on, it's 2024 at this point. Can you get it? You know, is everybody using cell phones? You got to fucking run that nostalgia train, man. Yeah, but hey, look. I mean, I like the new cast. I like the old cast, obviously. It looks really good, you know. But yeah, I I, would, I believe with, with Kat, that's smart that she doesn't want to see all the trailers. Because like, like, I was just thinking about like Deadpool 3. <clears throat> they got to fucking stop sharing pictures. Like, oh, I, I know. Don't, like, I'm at the point now where I'm like, I don't want to know anymore. No. There's enough. I've seen the picture of Hugh Jackman in Deadpool. And I've seen his costume. Now all the behind-the-scenes things. And, like, new footage. I'm like, I don't want to fucking see it. Like, I just, I'm hoping that Super Bowl, they're going to have a Deadpool 3 trailer. which An actual trailer. Yeah. I think nine times. I think that's a good bet to say that they're going to be a Deadpool 3 trailer. It'd be nice if the movie came out on Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's when the first one came out. Yeah, but it got pushed. You know, fucking actor strike, and, you know, writer strike. But yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. How? I mean, two. It's only like five months away. Yeah, they gotta have a trailer by now. I mean, they gotta. They, they wrapped they keep... filming, didn't they? Yes. Yeah, so... they did. So, but you never know. A lot of times, these trailers. What's cool is that when you see these trailers, a lot of them is like the first ten minutes of the movie. Yeah, you don't really see that much. But I don't know, man. Frozen Empire. I, I mean, I enjoyed Afterlife. I love that one. So this has a little bit more of the OG in there. So and, I'll, uh, I'll rewatch the old, the other one before I watch it. Yeah, it's been on it's been on cable a lot. So and then uh, other trailers. I watched the trailer for Code Eight Part Two. Now you which, turned me on to this. Yeah, yeah. I, I, some people may know this movie. Code Eight was a movie by Steve and Robbie Amell, who you may know as. Uh, Stephen Amell is Arrow, mm-hmm. also in Heels. Yep. And Robbie's like in a bunch of shit. He was in, um, he was originally in the DC stuff as the fucking flame on, flame off guy who splits personalities with the Doctor. I can't remember his name right now. The Human um, Torch. It's basically the DC version of the Human uh, Torch. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, but but he wanted to make this movie. Had this idea for this movie that was a super powered construction worker who you know, falls in with the wrong crowd and gets involved in crime to try and raise money to help his sick mother, who has also got some superpowers, but mm-hmm. as she gets older. It it was a good movie, and in the in this world, like, pe- all, a lot of people, they're, they're categorized by, like, you know, oh, you're an electrical. Your powers are electrical-based, and yep. what level are you is based on, like, how much power you have. Like, you know, he, he's a level two electric, and, like, he can cut pipes with the, like, like a fucking... Yeah, they're Welding they're thing. basically categorizing people by their powers and making them right. do like, you know, if if you're if you're a code two or a power two electric, you're not working as a you know right and an ice can, cream man. <laughs> yeah, to me the Sapien Fire. Um, to me, it's a really cool uh, concept where it's like this is a world where like 
two percent of the entire population has powers, mm-hmm. but they're not fucking superheroes. They're flying through the sky and rescuing people. They're just doing like normal shit. Yeah, normal shit. And there's the people who don't like them, so they make them register, and then you know there's they get into criminal shit. But it was a really good movie, and now the sequel is coming out next month. This month. Yeah, it's month. February. I I just put it as a reminder on my Netflix because. The original one, the first movie, is still on Netflix. Yes. So I'm going to watch that and then watch this. And that's not where it started. It started as a Kickstarter that he kind of Kickstarter funded. That's how movies get made now. They do shorts and they take those shorts. And, and that's what they did. They did a short and like, hey, invest in our movie. Here's a short of what we kind of, to give you an idea of what we're trying to do. Yeah, I mean, that's how Daredevil started. That's how freaking Deadpool, you know. Daredevil, Daredevil did it first. Huh? I think Daredevil did it first. Yeah, somebody shot. I forget who it was, but they did like a '70s gritty, like Death Wish kind of Daredevil sizzle reel, and it was like, I was like, Are they gonna well, fucking make that? That the, was amazing. There and was then they the, did uh, eventually. The Ryan Reynolds, the one I saw was the Ryan Reynolds video where Deadpool sitting on the overpass. That whole scene, yeah, was like a thing they made as like a test reel, and then that supposedly got leaked. leaked. Yeah, <laughs> and the fucking internet went nuts. Yeah, I mean it's smart to do it. I mean even that stupid movie which I was gonna rent this weekend, Night Swim. Oh, but I was like, I am not paying twenty dollars to fucking rent this piece of shit. <laughs> oh, that was, I forgot. I, I don't think we talked about that movie that I watched. I gotta put it on here. Oh yeah, yeah. I watched. I watched the movie this week too. I had it late to the party. Oh yeah, you did post that on there. I, I put it on our Google it. Drive too, so you could watch it. Oh okay. The immediate fa- yeah. You gotta tell me what it's about. Do you want to? Yeah, I mean, uh, do we have any other trailers? I think no. that's it. So. So we we'll go right into the immediate uh, family is a movie about. Remember back in like the early days of music, like when I don't, like for, not just Frank Sinatra, but like a, a singer, yeah, didn't write their songs. There was like that room. For, what was it was called? Like the Big Pit or something like that. The, the well, I mean, Motown had the Hit Factory. Yeah, the hit, uh, was it the Hit Factory? But but in the days of the singer songwriter, mm-hmm. where. You know, you had a singer who wrote his songs, didn't need a big pit. He wrote them himself, and he just, like you do, you write your songs, and then you have a band that, like, you're like here's my songs, learn them, play yep. them. Mm-hmm. And these are those guys that, like, played all those songs. Um, oh, okay. So they're like uh, they're like session workers. Sort of. Um, let me see if I can find. Oh, my God. Yeah, there they are. Oh, all right. So they're like they they were like the touring like yeah. Because if you watch the like the fifties ones, like that thing you do and stuff like well, they were a yeah. band, but like or even the Johnny Cash that well, like they would they would just come out and the singer would come out and sing. So it was Waddy Washell, okay. Michelle, um, Leland Sklar. Oh, Leland Sklar's in that. He's a fucking He's amazing a fuck, bass player, he, dude. I wa- I'm watching him play bass in this. And I'm like, this guy is a uh, like. On another level, he's somewhere else playing this bass. He's played with um, Phil he's, Collins. He's played with a bunch of people. Well, they have all these people on there. Like James Taylor. I think it was James Taylor and... Oh, Carol King. and Maybe Danny Korchmer. Like, James Taylor was, like, best friends with one of these guys, and they kind of wrote songs together, and... and you know, they always said, like, I as time went on, they, they started on the early, early stuff. So, like, as these up-and-coming artists like Lyle Lovett and stuff like that are coming around, and to say Lyle Lovett as an up-and-coming, but he's yeah. coming, he gets off for, like, you want these guys? Like, these are the guys who were on, like, James Taylor's album. And I'm, like, looking at the musicians going, like, wait, I get to play with these guys? Yeah. Like, I know who these guys are, but they're on everything, and they would go on tour, and some of them are still fucking still playing with touring and playing and you know, yeah like, i have to I have to check that out that reminds a me a lot movie. of um hired gun which was on uh do we t- do we talk about that movie about yeah it. it's about all these guys like the leland scars and uh yeah. liberty devito and like all these people that like they were basically like uh like even uh bob kulik th- these guys that like played on these legendary tracks and right. or they go on tour and it's great because you know if you're the guitar player from pink like nobody's looking at you. Everybody's no. watching Pink. Right. But the guy gets the tour. He gets to get all the the benefits of it. All the fa- and he can still go to McDonald's and not worry about getting attacked. So and they're just, I mean, these musicians. I remember it was it Bob Kulik or somebody that was he was talking about recording with John Lennon when they did Double Fantasy. Yeah. He comes in and he's like super nervous. He's in the city and 
And he's like, oh, my God, I'm playing with John Lennon. And John Lennon walks in, and he goes, all right, you're, uh, you're the guitar player in this? He goes, uh, yes, sir. And he goes, don't play too many notes. <laughs> That's all he gave him the notes. He's like, okay. That's right. um, do, do you know this guy, this musician, Dan McCafferty? Yes. What, what has he done? Um, he, he played with Dee Snyder for years in Twisted Sister. Oh, okay. You know, that's him. Oh, with your mom. <laughs> he he lives next to my mom. He's oh. my mom's neighbor. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I was like, what? She's like, yeah. This is their little, this picture that nobody else is seeing. This is a picture at the, they have a clubhouse behind the, my mom's building. Yeah, yeah, my mom has that too down, this, down in yeah. Florida. Yeah, and they have like a, every like every couple of weeks, they have like a social and like get some food and get drinks. And yeah. everybody comes and brings their own drinks and stuff. And he was there and I guess it got out that like he was... A musician who played with Twisted Sister. I said to my mom, I was like, when I come down, can I get to meet him? Well, he played, I, I'm sure he didn't play in Twisted Sister. He played with fucking D. Snyder. With or whatever, D. Snyder, but, yeah. Yeah, but still, I mean, that, I mean, that seems to be the life, man. You know. Um, the other movie I watched was I went to go see Argyle. Ooh, it's getting shit on. It really is. I mean, it's got. I, did, I will say, I gave it a three out of five pals. It's a fun little, it's the people who do um, The Kingsman. And yep. there's a, at the end, spoiler. Oh, yeah, you want to do it? Yeah, you have it. Fine. We'll give it a good one. Don't drink the milk. Why not? There's like a credit scene where they tie it into the Kingsman. Oh, so, yeah, it's Matthew Vaughn, right? That, yeah. That wrote and directed it? Yeah, not directly tied into the Kingsman, but it's like it makes it look like they're going to be prequel movies to it. Oh. Kind of I enjoyed it. It had that Matthew Vaughn energy and stuff. There's one scene towards the end that I could really fucking do without. That It's like, you know, her, her and Sam Rock. We already gave you the fucking spoiler warning, people. Yeah. Her and Sam Rockwell. Uh, what's her name? Um, Bryce Dallas Howard and yep. Sam Rockwell, you know, fighting everybody and throwing different colored smoke grenades while basically performing a dance routine with each other and shooting everybody. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, this is too over the top. Well, but Sam Rockwell, it. it's a Sam Rockwell jam. He's got to dance, he, right? He, he danced multiple times. Okay. But, but I get it because the whole idea is she's a writer who writes these over-the-top, like, super sexy, romantic spy, like... Yeah, it's like a James Unbelievable Bond kind of thing, James yeah. Bond kind of spy movies. And... You know, it turns out that everything that's happening in her books is stuff that really happened, and I, I'm, I'm not going to spoil the whole thing. But it yeah. was a fun movie. I'll watch for any- what it was. Yeah, I'll watch, I'll watch anything. Again. I'll watch anything with Sam Rockwell in it, and it's got a oh, cat yeah. that looks like my old Beanie oh, in the little in the little thing. Yeah, Alfie. <laughs> is that his name, Alfie? Alfie? Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing the trailer of that. I'm like, it looks just like Mimi. It literally just looks like our old cat Mimi. Um. Yeah, and so everybody's shitting on, and everybody's shitting on fucking uh, Henry Cavill. He's not in it that much, is he? Oh yeah, he's in it a lot. Is he okay? Because people are like shitting. How on much him. you want me to spoil on this movie? No, I don't. I don't care if you spoil it for All me. Right. I, you, I'm not. It's not like I'm. I'm look I'm, at my track record. When you hear the movies I'm watching in the TV, you're going to be like, "What is it? 1995?" Well, I'm going to spoil the shit out of some of this. So, like, <clears throat> the whole fucking spoiler. Spoiler is. <laughs> So the books she's writing are from her memories. She had oh. memory loss and then was like brainwashed into thinking she's this author and they thought they can get information out of her. I won't give you all that stuff. Well, that makes more sense that. than her writing a book about a guy that, that all of a sudden magically comes to life. Right. Well, he doesn't magically come to life. It's like that's her thinking about and telling the story. But then it turns into like things are happening and she like closes her eyes and like it's Henry Cavill. And then she closed her eyes again. They show you like her eyes open and close. Yeah. And it's fucking like, um, oh my god, Sammy Rockwell. Sam, Sam Rockwell. And then like there's other scenes where like she's looking in the mirror and you know uh, he's t- Henry Cavill is talking to her as Argyle like, and she's like, why you're not even real? He's like, I'm not. Then why are you talking to me like that kind of stuff? And yeah. it's her remembering. Oh, that's interesting. Her other identity. Yeah, I mean, you know, give give them give the movie some love if you haven't seen it because it ain't doing well in the theater. Yeah, <laughs> from what I hear, you know, it's tough. You know, it's people go, Oops, they're sick of sequels, they're sick of franchises, they're sick of all this shit. So somebody puts out something original and go and they shit on it too. I don't know, man. But you well, know, that's all the movies I got. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you got a late to the party, you said? I, I dude, I did a super late to the party and uh, rented. I was like, man, I gotta rent something. 
I rented Thanksgiving. No. Thanksgiving. Because I did say when it was coming out, I was like, I want to see it. I want to see it. You saw it. You gave it a review. And it was popped up. And, like, now I'm renting all these movies, like, I'm so, not that I'm, look, I'm not cheap. I'm poor. There's a difference. Okay. Right. <laughs> so not it's cheap, like, I'm broke. Like, Night Swim. I'm like, I ain't paying $20 to fucking rent Night Swim. I heard it was goofy. And, you like, I want $15 to go see it in the theater. No. And I'm so, mad I paid it all. <laughs> yeah. Same with, uh, I know you take the bullets. Um, I had a Thanksgiving to the Plex. Yeah, I mean, it was it was good. I liked it. I mean, it's if you like Eli Roth films, which I do, I'm unapologetic about that. I love Hostel, Hostel 2, Cabin Fever I own on DVD, uh, even though The Green Inferno was great, too. Uh, his yeah, movies but... are kind of low budget, not really. Um, the gore is always fantastic. A goofy um, script and lines. A goofy script. I mean, his, his dialogue writing is piss for but at the yeah. same time it's usually the but it was fun it was a good and i you know they are making a sequel to it um because technically i mean you know spoiler it was a little obvious that you know they blew up the what's john carver right and then they're like oh we looked everywhere i guess he must turn to ash he never he, we can't find his body and there is one fireman that walks by that has like a mask on. You're like, that's fucking John Carver. He yep. escaped. Uh, I won't say who the John Carver is. Um, that was a little bit of a twisteroo kind I prefer, of. I prefer the Turkey Carver, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I like. Yeah, Wait, I like. You the... didn't see that coming. Nah, not really. I wow. mean, I saw it coming from the get go. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. I was like, well, it could be him. Could be that kid. Could be this person. I don't know. Anyway, I didn't really, I, you know, honestly, at the end, I was like, I didn't care who it was. No, I, no. I just liked the whole. I'm a big '80s slasher film guy, so yep. I'm like, he could be a freaking demon. I don't give a shit. Like, he doesn't have to be like a whodunit scream kind of thing. Um, but it was fun. I definitely want. You know, it's a good like. Uh, like, it's I no could Founders s- Day. No, it's no Founders Day. That no, I mean, shit. what is Founders I Day? I can't wait till you watch that movie. Oh God, I don't know if I can. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, there's a I, look, man. He had that trailer out like 15 years ago. People were like, when are you gonna make this movie? When are you gonna make this movie? And it wasn't. They had little parts of it that you were like, okay, that yeah. was in the trailer. But um, I enjoyed it. I I love stupid shit like oh, that. Yeah. So Poop it was blood and honey. Come on. Yeah, I, I know people shit on that. I'm like, it's fucking. But it was what it was. It was a bad movie. But that's what it was trying to be. It wasn't trying to be fucking. Like, like I said, I grew up on those fucking. You know, summers, staying at my house, renting every fucking horror movie that was a Mayapack video and just watching, you know, just based on the box alone, you know. So it's right up my alley. It was funny. When you look at, I was like, well, I can rent Thanksgiving, which was like five bucks. I'm like, okay. Uh, There was Night Swim, which was 20. I'm like, fuck that. Even Oppenheimer was five. And I'm like. Yeah, I heard it's going to Peacock this month, so I'm yeah. like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna spend my hard-earned five dollars and rent a fucking Eli Roth Thanksgiving movie." God damn it! Because I just love my stupid '80s horror. So, yeah, that was really the only movie I saw. Uh-huh. Um, well, I did watch a t- another TV show. I watched Mr. and Mrs. Smith, ooh. not the Angelina Jolie Brad Pitt movie. Yeah, where they the TV show of oh. that movie. The TV show based on the movie. Yes, with uh, Donald Glover. Oh, old DG. Yeah, old uh, childish Gambino. I mean, it, parts of it feel a little awkward, but I think that's done on purpose. Okay, it was good. It was a spy espionage kind of show. They pose as a married couple. You know, they put them together as a. They get into how they got there. Okay, they become these like CIA quote CIA, and they always talk about the company, but. You're like, is it the CIA or is it just some random fucking company yeah. that's like into, you know, independently contract? Um, it's like grown up spy kids or like Remington Steel. Yeah. <laughs> Parker, Parker Posey's in it. Ooh, there and you also, go. And uh, also Paul Dano. Paul Dano. You know, there's, there's a lot of famous people in it that kind of just kind of come into it and then leave. But what I thought was cool is at one point Donald Glover, his character is talking to his mom. And you never see her. He always talks about his mom and talks about talking to his mom. And when they finally show you his mom, like on a uh, FaceTime call, yeah, it's his real mother. Oh, who plays it, which is funny. <laughs> oh man, he's got to stop with this shit though and get to Lando. It, that's at this a, point. That's an Amazon Prime show. 
Okay. So it's all up eight episodes. Ends on kind of a cliffhanger. Mm. So I think they're hoping for a second season. I think they'll get a second season. It was I very much enjoyed it. It was only eight episodes, so less than eight hours because some of them are like forty something minutes. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, I wasn't too keen on the movie, but I do like uh, old Childish Gambino. Like yeah, I said, I mean, he's got to stop this shit and just get to Lando at this Justin, point. I mean, as far as TV goes with me, I did ter- I did turn my uh, pal on to uh, to go watch Horace and Pete. Um, which is a, a Louis C.K. show that was I paid to watch it, um, but you could watch it on Hulu. So yeah, you'll have to give yeah. me the, your review of that. Um, that's old. That's a couple. And really, the only ones I watched was uh, I've just been watching fucking like I told you on the weekends. Since there's nothing really new, like the, the big joke with me is like unless it's superheroes or Star Wars or zombies, like I'm not gonna watch it. Um, I've just been watching episodes of Bar Rescue. <laughs> Old John Tapper. Bar Rescue. I, I mean, you were telling me about it. I've never seen it, but uh, I watch... Uh, if you like Kitchen, Kitchen Nightmares, Nightmares, you'll like Bar Rescue. Okay. And it's on Paramount. It's Manal and I, we love, and I've, we've talked about it on prior episodes, where on a Saturday or something, if I don't have the kids and we're just sitting around, it's like we'll throw on a marathon, like Catfish the TV show. I love it. It's It's on Marathon. Uh, Bar Rescue, there's always a Sunday marathon. Like, I would go over to Manal's even before she moved in, and it would just be on. We're like, I don't watch it. It's basically like, it's like Kitchen Nightmares. This guy, John Tapper, goes into a, he discovers a bar. It's like usually a shitty dive bar, Um, and they're just running it to the ground. These people are like half a million dollars in debt. They're going to lose their freaking bar, and then he comes in, yells at them, tells them how gross and what a piece of shit they are. And then they learn to make drinks and food, and then they reopen, and then it's a happy, and then they get a whole remodeled bar. Dude, and- I don't, I don't know how I ever ate bar food. Oh God! Yeah, Especially you- after watching that show, Kitchen Nightmares, and seeing how fucking disgusting some of the kitchens in the back of these places. One of the episodes of Kitchen Nightmares mm-hmm. was right up here in um, they Saugerties. Did, they did a lot of New York ones, and, yeah. and I, they were all in New York. Mm. I think he just came to New York. Was like, I'm just gonna stay within this area, so I don't have to go very far. Yeah, but it was fucking like. I was like, I know that place, man. This is gross. I'm like, I'm not eating out anywhere. These my kids and wife like order like DoorDash, and I'm like, yeah, no, I don't. I'm, no, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, because you don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, some of these dive bars that they have. I mean, primarily, it's like what they show is like, fucking disgusting. Like the yeah. kitchens are gross. Like they show the fryers that are like the oil's like black and there's Ugh. freaking grease everywhere and there's like shit stored in like crappy containers that are just no. un- unwrapped and they showed one where they had the the, the spout you know like the the hose thing yeah and they're like oh there's uh he goes oh there's two spouts here how come you're only using the one I'm like yeah the other one doesn't work that's just kind of fucked up and he unscrews the thing and he wipes his and it's just fucking black Ugh. he goes you know what that is that's bugs that's fucking dead bugs that's fucking feces animal like uh-huh. fucking bug turds and you, because it, it, it's so jacked up. Because oh. that's, you know, even when you go to get like a fucking fountain soda. Yeah. If you don't, if they don't clean those pipes, man, they're no. fucking full of flies. It's disgusting. No. So, yeah, it'll uh, it'll definitely help on the Fatso Fogarty Challenge because oh. you won't want to eat. But, yeah, it's, uh, that's, that's all I did. Sat around with a cold and watched fucking Bar Rescue or Catfish or 600 Pound Life. They're all my favorites. Oh, my God. I got to get some new shows. But, you know, listening to your uh, listening to your stuff, I mean, even Louder Milk, we've just been kind of like, yeah, we got to go back to Louder Milk. We're like, yeah, we do. Uh, so Kitchen Nightmares? Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, you want to look at Facebook? Yeah, all right. Or I just watch YouTube all day. So. Yeah, I mean, music-wise, I'll start off with, uh, there was this one this one article that I did post on the Hey Pal, What's New Facebook, which, you know, by the way, if you guys aren't fucking- Oh, God. Uh, I thought you were going to talk about Oh, yeah. It's the, um, I saw this thing recently where um, the talking heads, right, they were offered over $80 million to reunite the talking heads, and they said No. Wait, they said what? They said no. Stop being a damn fool. <laughs> exactly. Apollo, you tell him. For God's sakes. Jesus. I heard You're that. You're like a true asshole. Look, just. I mean, dude, 
Guns N' Roses at this point is back together. Fucking Dokken did their own shit, where it's like, yeah, and even yeah. as much as we goof on Dokken, at least Don Dokken was like, oh, you guys reunited the original band to do those shows in Japan. He's like, yeah, they paid us a lot of fucking money. So, of course, yeah. we put our things as a... David Byrne, do you really fucking hate them so much? Are you that well off? Well, David Byrne's <clears throat> been doing it for years. The, you know, the Tom Tom Club? I don't really oh. think they took off. No. Um, but, uh... Yeah, I saw that recently, and I was just like, dude, I, I'd get back with fucking Prata Society for freaking $5. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Um, and they recently re-released re uh, Stop Making Sense, that, yeah, that thing. The and they got together, and they sat on the stage together, and they were like, bam, 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 they're all talking about it. And Dave Byrne was getting all kind of nostalgic. He was always the one holdout. Yeah. He was always the one who was like, I don't need these fucks. Like, I can do this on my own. And he kind of can. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, dude, I would love to see the Talking Heads. I love the Talking Heads, and I'm like, eighty million dollars, dude. You can't suck it up. To give it to your children. Give it to your grandchildren. Be like, all right, man. I'm, you know, I'm almost dead. You know, don't need the fucking charity if you care that much. Yeah, like just stop it. I don't get this holier than thou shit. I don't care. Stop what... being a damn fool. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Apollo. Thank you. Um. So anyway. That's my little rant on here. Uh, going right. through the uh, new music here, I will give a shout-out, man. Freaking uh, another Sack of Sin uh, alumni uh, yep. band on there. Uh, After the Winter came out with a single, uh, Adelphos. Um, they're new to the Sack of Sin. We haven't really uh, gotten them on a showcase yet, but shall they we, are. Shall we play them? Go ahead, man. They're fucking killer. Oh, it's up to the middle. Right up my alley, man. I love that shit. Oh, look at that album cover. That's classic. Oh, yeah, dude. They're freaking, they're metal as shit, man. It's like, you know, between Out of My Head and freaking After the Winter, do you think we're fucking, you know, you think we're nuclear blast at this point? <laughs> but I remember I was listening to this song and like, when I was like, who the fuck is this band? Yeah. I was like, they're a fucking sack of sin band. Well, technically. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, definitely check them out. We put them on the playlist. Um, some other stuff that we saw on here. Yeah, I'm sure you. I'm, I could tell right off the bat you wouldn't even know these guys. Black Country Communion. No. Um, they are kind of a super group. Uh, it's got freaking um, Glenn Hughes, who's you know, okay. sang with freaking. There he is, the bass player, okay. singer. He's played with. Uh, I mean, he had his own stuff. He had. Uh, he played with Deep Purple. He played with uh, all these guys. Um, and Black Country Community, it's him, Jason Bonham. Obviously, we know who he is. Joe Bonamassa. Um, so he's a real, like, uh, he's like a guitar player. Guitar player, like, everybody loves him. Okay. They, they put out a couple of albums in the beginning, and then they kind of broke up. But they've put out some stuff over the years, a couple of albums, and they kind of disappeared for a while. They have a new song now called With You I Go. I mean, this guy, Glenn Hughes, man, he can fucking sing his ass off. The guy's like... In his 70s, you know, almost hitting 80, and he's fucking blasting those pipes. He's great. Um, so if you're into that, like, I know Barry likes Joe Bonamassa. Yeah. It's one of those. He's one of those guitar players, guitar players, like I said. Um, they have a new song called With You, I Go. They're just really soulful. They're really good. Um, talk about freaking. Uh... Can I help you, sir? Yes, what is this? Huh? This is whack. I can't get jiggy with this shit. I thought you were dead. Ladies and gentlemen, Billy Joel has a new song oh, out. He, he's not in jail for DWI? No, that oh, was years ago. That's old Billy Joel. Bottle of red. <laughs> driving a house. Yeah, that, he did the old Man Pack video. Divorcing my wife. <laughs> Uptown girl's a whore. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he has a new song out. He hasn't put out a new song in 20 years. Holy shit. I don't know why he decided wow. to put this song out. It's okay. <clears throat> um, it's. Yeah, uh, I wasn't that impressed by it. It's all right. It's tough, man. I mean, I mean, he's got. I mean, I love, love, love Billy Joel. I mean, his. I celebrate his entire catalog, um, and he's got so many good songs. For him to not do something in twenty years and put something out, it's like you better fucking blow my mind. It was good. It was all right. It's good to see Billy putting out some. Maybe he'll put out new songs. I don't know. Um, other than that. There's some other ones on here I didn't really put on the playlist, but uh, I might. Um, the Ace Frehley's got a new song, Walking on the Moon. 
get it? It's uh, uh, Space Ace 10,000. It's usually his songs are about lightning or space. Um, he's look, he's a fucking legend. I love Ace Frehley, but yeah, walking on the moon. Uh, so check it out if you want. And the fucking Google Dolls have a new song too. Oh my god, beautiful lie. Um, beautiful. Who gives a shit? Anyway, uh, oh, I don't want that. That's me. Um, other than that, what else did I have on here? Um, you had a band. You did. It's a band called Poor Man's Poison. And once again, brought to my attention by my son. Kids are good with that. Who discovered them on TikTok. I guess this song has been used in a lot of stuff on TikTok. It's called Hell's Coming With Me. And Mm. at first, I'm like, snooze. I'm really digging this band, so. so. It's kind of like that, dare I say, uh, Mumford & Sons kind of Sweet Haven Rock. Yes, they are very Sweet Haven Rock. Yeah, you got to love Sweet Haven Rock. So that's all the music I got. Yeah, I think that's uh, pretty much it for the music there, kiddo. I was 178 pounds, then I was 289 pounds. Oh, my God, I don't know what to do. Stop eating your cards. (laughs) Then I start to get on a scale, and now I never fail. That's right, kids. That's gonna be me next month. It's gonna be next month for fucking colonoscopy time. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, kids. It's Fatso Fogarty Challenge. Bunch of you fuckers, you got it. You're all sitting there eating your fucking Doritos at home, not joining in on the fun. If you want to win a free pedicure to go with the boys, and hey, pal, what's new? Put your weight down, show us your weight loss, and you could win some stuff. So if not, fuck you all. We're just going to do it ourselves, and then we'll have our own pedicures. Too bad, so sad. And and Manal gets to go, too, because she's my girl. And she introduced me to pedicures. So anyway. Too bad, so sad, suck a dick. Who do we want to start with uh, I'll, on the I'll, challenge? I'll start. Okay. Uh, this week, I'm 277.8. Which Ooh. is about down two pounds. Two pounds. Two pounds. That's a good one, man. And our boy Tolly. Yeah, oh, Tolly Lifford. JB, Jailbait Justin, as I like to call him. <laughs> Jailbait Justin. JB. Uh, Sweet boy. Justin is calling in with 289.6. That's about, since his last weigh-in, um, down three pounds, I believe three pounds total there. Not total, but since his last number he sent me. I stopped my chair yoga this week because I was sick as a dog. Uh, oh. But starting tomorrow, got to get back on it. Um, and Greg, your numbers are? Oh, I sent it to you. What is it? What is it? How do you not know? Two sixty-eight point three. Damn. So that was. Uh, that's like. Five that's like pounds. five pounds. Yeah. Five pounds. And you know what's funny is the night before, my girl and I fucking house some Domino's pizza. <laughs> oh man. Because I've been so sick, I'm just like. I I can't I, I fucking care I'm I am i am gonna fuck some wonton soup so I had that and then yesterday I, I was still feeling shitty so I said can we just can we just get some pizza or something That's but salt. you see you know what changed because I was doing the no carbs no sugar right the keto shit and I would have sucked a homeless man's dick for a fucking bowl of cinnamon toast crunch right Ooh. it was fucking bad oh God but I just I was feeling like shit and. Uh, you know, it's good, and I wasn't really losing that much. I was only losing, like, what, two pounds or something like yeah. that? So I decided when I started the chair yoga last week, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stay within my twelve to 1,600 calories a day. I've been doing intermittent fasting, so I, I fast that, for 12 to 14 hours. I'm doing 9 and 9. So, you know, 9 p.m., my little thing goes off and says, start fasting, motherfucker, and then... It's that easy because I wake up by like nine, ten o'clock. I'm starving. I'm like, okay, I can start eating again as long as I stay within my sixteen hundred calories. Yeah, well, that's why I like Weight Watchers because it makes me like go, look, just eat whatever the fuck you want, but make sure everything you eat stays under this number because yeah. that's all you need to have today. Oh, let's talk about where we're gonna be. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two yeah. weeks from now, we will be Two at the weeks. Newburgh Toy and Collectible Fair. At the most ghetto junkie shoot up heroin hooker hotel there is. Just right up our alley. What is the name of that fucking place again? Uh the uh The New Boyg uh the Newburgh Convention Center. Okay. The Newberg Inn uh ninety route seventeen K. Admission is five dollars, children twelve and under free. You yeah. can come on down and see me, Greg, Tolly. 
Get a picture with the gang. Yeah, we'll have Suck some us sweat. Suck off in the back room and make five bucks. <laughs> five bucks, you know. That's all I pay. I don't pay for sex. That's right. Neither that's do just, I. That's just me giving you five bucks to get a soda to wash that shit down. That's that's like the old story of I'll bring it. Like we'll leave it with a little. Back in the days when I was young. God damn it, we're old. Talk about five dollar blowjobs. Uh, me and I won't say the other person's name, but he was in a band with me. We were hanging out. Is this the city story? We were in the well. We were in the. We used to take the bus from uh, oh. Waterbury to Danbury when okay. we were in college to to practice at Jimmy's. Um, so we were there, and this this woman, this fine young woman, uh, you know, of African American descent, um, came over to us and was like, "Yo, baby, I'll suck your dick. I'll suck your dick for five bucks." And I was just like, "Awesome!" So that's like two fifty each, right? And she's like, "No, it's five bucks for each of you." We're like, "Hit the bricks." <laughs> Greg didn't want a five dollar blowjob. 